1: welcome to the busted open podcast this is the busted open podcast you can listen to the full show monday through saturday from 9 a.m to noon eastern on sirius xm fight nation channel 156
2: yeah welcome in pro wrestling fans here on a saturday it is time for the weekend edition of busted open radio podcast I am Ryan McKinnell, the weekend host, and joining me, holding down, as always, our own WWE Hall of Famer, the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, and Mark Love is in the air. It is a Valentine's Day edition of Busted Open, and oh yeah, it's also the 50th uh, birthday of our own, very own Tommy Dreamer, the innovator of violence. Had to get that out of the way here on a Saturday.
1: Man, I can't wait to... Uh, see the show tonight. I want to see what happens with Tommy Dreamer, and I think the rest of the world is all ready for tonight and tomorrow. Uh, That's for a great real- point
2: lots of great pro wrestling. That's right. Tommy getting it in tonight at Impact. No Surrender taking on Rich Swan for the Impact Championship. And as Mark referenced as well. We got a TakeOver preview to get to with Vengeance Day. We do that inside and also Mark, we recap SmackDown from last night. A returning Seth Rollins, but with a, a little bit of a catch, a little bit of a squirt, if you will, sexual chocolate. Yeah,
1: he put a little Mark Henry on it. <laughs> but you know what? I think that for every fan that listens to the podcast version you're gonna get the info how we feel that Seth Rollins uh, can make a a big splash coming back from his hiatus.
2: and speaking of how we feel Mark Henry it wouldn't be a Saturday edition of busted open if we didn't give the nation our best show for the week that was in professional wrestling as we deliver as always on a Saturday weekly winner let's get it going what do you say Mark Henry Let's go. Let's go. Sit back. Click, play, relax. It's a Saturday edition of Busted Open.
3: I look at SmackDown and how amazing it is, and I wonder, where do I fit in? I am the great leader that SmackDown needs to push it into the future and make it greater than it already is. Because success and leadership, it's not about what you can do for me. It's about what I can do for you. Because I can be your leader. I can be your teacher. I can be your father, your mentor. All you have to do is embrace the vision. I knew you'd get it. I knew you would understand my vision. I knew you would see it, of all the people. So oh, wait a minute. So
2: much for embracing the vision. And Rollins now goes right after Cesaro and takes him out at the knee. And Seth Rollins is irate. Well, it's pretty apparent that Seth Rollins has not changed for the better. Now it was pretty clear that Seth Rollins has not changed for the better. You heard it there. Michael Cole last night on Friday night, SmackDown and the dastardly Seth Rollins making his return and putting it on the one and only Cesaro as Cesaro Mark. He was the last holdout. Seth brought a whole entire locker room out to hear his spiel, to hear about his return. He had a captive audience right up until he did not And Cesaro was that last holdover, but I did enjoy. It It was actually, I found it kind of, I don't know. It was a little funny. There's a little bit of a comedic element watching the entire locker room leave Seth there alone in the ring. But I did find it interesting, Mark, that the the locker room was open to hearing from Seth to begin with, including Dominic and Ray Mysterio. And this dude just tried to take Ray's eye less than a year ago. But it showed me at least on some level, Mark, that the locker room was open to hearing what Seth Rollins had to say, but only lasted a couple seconds before they turned around and hauled ass back to the locker room.
1: Man, how are you going to say I could be your father? You're a meant oh, you Darth you Darth Vader now? Damn.
2: Yeah, the podcast. I just look.
1: couldn't Oh my God, he tried to take it there, bro. He really tried to take it there. And nobody was hearing that noise. And no? hell, I would have left too. You would have left too. You don't want to be the bad carrier.
2: Yeah, I don't think I would have trusted him as he walked out with all that that juice in his hair and that black glove and that skin tight suit i'll be like that doesn't look like a guy that i want to follow that doesn't look uh, like a guy i want to believe in i feel like that guy doesn't have my best interest at in art so i feel like i would have been back at catering eating some barbecue on a bagel because it, undoubtedly if i was in the wwe i wouldn't demand that vince mcmahon
1: <laughs> give have us our barbecue bagels. and bagels.
2: exactly of course i mean i would i would have that written into my contract i don't need my own bus I'm not Randy Orton. I'm not CM Punk. I don't need anything like that. I just want my barbecue on a bagel. Mark Henry, that's all I give a shit about. Let's go,
1: man. I'm right there with you, bro. Like we, we, it's too early to talk. I mean, we, we are not even 30 minutes in, we can't (laughs) do that now.
2: You see our man, uh, our man, Marcus Gurley. He hit us up down there. He hit us up on Twitter. He's eating some, uh, reheated leftover deep dish pizza right now. Made my stomach turn, but it also made me very, very hungry. So thanks for that. Marcus. We appreciate all the food picks here at six o'clock in the morning, Pacific time, 622, if we're being exact. So yeah, not like I'm hungry or anything, but Mark, let's not get sidetracked by food because as you both know, or as everyone knows, as we both know, it'll happen. Well, yeah, it'll happen, but let's not just let's hope it doesn't take an entire hour. Uh, Listen, how long as we get back to Seth Rollins and, and Roman Reigns and this story that is seemingly developing on some level, because Mark, I know they're not intertwined right now, But Seth Rollins, right, and Roman Reigns are inexplicably linked for their future, right? They may not be linked right now in a story, but you can't have these two gentlemen on the same show and not think about their history, not think about what's going to come down the pipeline, and with them both being pieces of shit right now and being genuinely unlikable heels, I feel like it's, and, and their status in the sport, I feel like it's only a matter of time before these two eventually meet. How long do they hold off? what is the what is the thinking here because that's a money storyline depending on how they do it and mark it's now pretty clear that we got another year before we even think about Dwayne the Rock Johnson coming back and potentially having that story with Roman which is something I think they want to do the Seth story however they want to do it is a nice stop gap in between that so how long do we got
1: oh my gosh I, I would say we have at least a year I mean okay. it's one of those that that's one that you don't want to rush that. Like you you have to be able to tell the entire story. Can you, you stay away from to, it? Can you, you stay can. away from it? Okay. You can stay away from it. I mean, Dwayne okay. is busy. He got stuff to do and um I think that the the way that you can stopgap that is you do what you just suggested. You have Roman and Seth Lockhorn
2: yeah, that's what I was asking. I'm sorry when I asked you that. I thought when I said how long, how long can they hold off on Seth and Roman? Because that's the because that's what I'm thinking. As you as you said, we have a it'll, year it'll potentially have to between be
1: after WrestleMania. Like Okay. So maybe SummerSlam, maybe even to, past that. You had your chance to be champion. Yeah. And we see how that turned out. Either you lost or you could say we were like brothers. We travel together. We ran the highways together. You're an uncle now. Why wouldn't you give your brother a shot at what you have? I would do it. I mean, you know me. You you say the head of the table. Like, if you're the head of the table, you there's no nobody above you to make the to make to change the decision. You make the decision. And we'll tear the house down. And then we'll shake hands afterwards like men do. And <laughs> you could just feel the bullshit oozing sure. through, through your television. And now you give Roman the opportunity to rebuttal. Yeah. And let him know that, listen, if anybody does know you, it's me. You can feed that crocker of shit to everybody else. But I know as soon as you get a chance, you're going to stab me in the back like you did before. You're a scorpion. And I know you heard the story of the scorpion and the toad. And the toad was Jumping in the water to go across the lake. And the scorpion said, hey, hold on a second. Give me a ride over there on that side. No, Mr. Scorpion. (laughs) Mm -mm. I know who you are. You'll stick me and I'll die. Listen, if I stuck you, that means that we both would die. I don't want to die. And he says, well, that's a good point. Jump on. And there they go across the lake. And they're having a good conversation. And all of a sudden, bam, the scorpion stabs the toad in the back, pumps him full of venom, and they both start to go down. He's like, why would you do that? He said, you knew I was a scorpion when I got on your back. And that's Seth Rollins. He is a scorpion. He is a shyster. He is a snake oil salesman, whatever you want to call him. He is that, and you cannot trust him, and I think Roman knows that.
2: Well, it's going to be interesting to see how they handle it, because also, Mark, Seth has been on this journey as the Messiah for quite some time. I, I, he can certainly have some more legs out of it, but if there's anyone who's doing better heel work right now in the company and over the last whatever, however long, I mean, Roman's only been a heel for a little while. It's certainly Seth Rollins. The man has been a top heel at any time that he has chosen to take that route or he's been putting that in that sort of role and he's absolutely killed it. So I think it could also be a good story to potentially when you do do it to change or to push Seth in towards a, a more of a babyface role because Roman is about as unlikable as they come right now. So it's going to be really yeah. interesting. Let's catch up with the nation and see what they got to say. Mark 877 fight 93. We got Jeff in South Dakota right now with some thoughts right uh, on this exact subject between roman reigns and seth rollins
3: this is jeff in south dakota what's up jeff good to hear from you how you doing morning i got the uh amish ham that i just got out here in new york on the slow cooker here in the truck smoking <laughs> her up smelling good wait wait here. jeff
2: jeff you got a slow trucker uh, excuse me you got a slow cooker
3: in your truck
1: yeah he's a yeah, truck driver. i got, a,
3: I, got a, I got a rotisserie i plug in my my outlet and yes! just put it on this bit let it go i got a small deep fryer in here i got a pizza oven in here Got a oh my gosh.
2: All right, Jeff. No, yeah. I, I knew you were I knew you were doing your trucking thing. I didn't know you had an entire kitchen holding it down that 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 warms our busted open hearts. You know that very well, Jeff. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, they got they even make a air fryer for
3: trucks now, too.
2: Incredible. Incredible. Yeah.
3: Hey, uh, I think Seth Rollins is a top heel everywhere. I yeah. just don't think his depth of character exceeds the heel depth of character we have with Roman and Paul. I agree. We've seen, we've seen the Seth Rollins Messiah thing. It, it's good at times. It's great at other times. But it it's only limited to certain people that you can do it with. We saw him back when he was with Vince and all of them. It's the uh, corporation whatever. Kind of the same thing, different clothing. I, I think you keep him as far away. I don't want to see him as a baby face. I never liked him that way. I'm not sure who he goes up with. Maybe the Cesaro angle is a way to go. I almost would rather see him back on Raw to help with that. And then uh well, I, don't I don't disagree.
2: I don't disagree. I don't disagree with you about that as far as Raw goes, because he would certainly add uh you know substance there to the show on Monday. And I agree with you on that. Uh, but 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 Jeff, when you talk about Rollins, I mean there is that new kid. I, I get what you're saying about him as a babyface, but he 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 has a babyface story with Becky, their love interest. Hey, it's Valentine's hey. Day, right? Cupid arrows is sweet, right.
3: he's got you, the new kid. Their- I'm just
2: saying Becky could be that catalyst.
3: Yeah, yeah, you got. You can make anybody a face. Give them a pet frog and a, and a fish, and you could make them a face, <laughs> and it doesn't necessarily make sense. I just don't think it's good having two mega heels on the same one that are going to run and clash. And because I'm going to lose service, I want to say my favorite couples in wrestling, I'm going to mark out, not Henry mark out, but I'm going to mark out and say my favorite couples have always been Beulah and the birthday boy Tommy Dreamer. I like uh-huh. watching the ECW stuff and that. I mean, Macho and Elizabeth is probably going to be the winner of the big choice, but I'm going with the market out, and I'm going to go Tommy Dreamer and Beulah. Thanks for watching. I the like call. It, Jeff. I'll enjoy Jeff. this ham.
2: All right, buddy. You enjoy. Grub down, grub down. And yeah, happy 50th yep. birthday to our very own Tommy Dreamer. That's right. Dreamer, 50 years old today, getting his shot at the Impact Championship later tonight against Rich Swan on Impact Plus. We'll be breaking that down as the show goes on. This is Busted Open.
3: Hello, SiriusXM. This is Pat McAfee. Starting Wednesday, my show is coming to Mad Dog Sports Radio. If you don't know me, here's a resume. I used to kick balls for a living. Sometimes I do comedy. I'm an undefeated professional wrestler except for one match. And I do a radio show where I'll entertain the living hell out of you with sports takes and some stories from my crazy life. The dumbest sports show to ever exist, the Pat McAfee Show. We're on weekdays from noon to 3 Eastern starting Wednesday on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Channel 82, Amazon Alexa, Google Assistant, or however the hell you stream in your house.
2: All right, back here on a Saturday, Pro Wrestling fans. Busted open, rolling along. I'm Ryan. That is Mark. We're talking about great pro wrestling couples. Valentine's Day is on the mind. Historic pro wrestling couples. How about a new couple? Well, relatively new, at least in terms of uh, newly engaged, Mark. I can't believe we didn't bring up Mia Yim and Keith. Lee Marcus Gurley our pal reminded me on Twitter that hey yeah you should probably mention the couple that just got engaged within the last 48 hours my bad me and Keith congratulations
1: yeah I I, you know and I also thought of Booker and Charmel
2: oh yeah yeah king and queen
1: yeah the king and the queen king Booker
2: (laughs) Booker yes yeah that is a good one. That's a good one. There's a lot of them, and I'm sure the callers have got more out there that will spark our memory and our interest. And speaking of the callers, Mark. Man, we're doing God's work here today On a Saturday I, I I talked about favorite couples in the last segment And of course, Mark Henry and Mae Young Came to mind You talked about the, I guess the I mean, there's joy there But it sounded like there was a bit of trauma Also on your behalf of the birth of your child uh, It turned out to not look Exactly how you anticipated Of course, the legendary hand uh, It sounds like the hand and Mark Henry Have been out of contact for a long time But that's what we do on this show We bring people together We heal, relate relationships and that's what we're about to do right now we got the hand on the phone wanting to catch up with his father mark henry hand welcome in on a saturday
0: hey guys hi dad how are you yeah hey son how's it this going really is it going?
2: it's, what's, it's a, me, what's hand hand what's the last 20 years been like you,
0: you know i'm not gonna lie it hasn't been easy uh for a long time i was Kind of angry with dad, and I could only put yeah. up one finger when I thought about him. I'll let you know. I'll let you think about which finger that is.
2: But I'm, um, I'm, I can imagine. In the last,
0: in the last few years, man, you know, I've come to peace with it, so now I got two fingers up when I think about dad. But it, it hasn't been easy, you know. You're in the shadow of the world's strongest man and you, sexual chocolate. You just, you gotta make your own mark in this world, and no pun intended. Yeah. And I've been, I've been trying to make my mark in Hollywood. I've auditioned for numerous Hamburger Helper commercials. That's great. Did uh, you uh, uh, – I I
2: think I heard something a couple years ago that you lost out. They were doing, like, some CGI for the Addams Family movie, and since – I mean, it was animation, I guess it was – you were too realistic so you couldn't get the role or something? I I honestly I put
0: all my heart and soul in that audition and that broke my heart when that didn't come to be But I've been trying, you know, I've been I've been trying to be to audition for different emojis to a wave Mm. a Thumbs up nothing's been going my way, but it's okay Because you know, I get to turn on Monday Night Raw and every so often my dad shows up and that just puts a smile on my face
1: I got a question for you. How's your grip?
0: Yeah You know, I'm not gonna lie
1: Been in the gym?
0: It's as if my it's as it's as if I throw my entire body into it every time I grip. It's really like I got I give it my all every single time,
2: Dad. You'd be proud of me. Mark, what is it? What is it like after 20 years? You know to hear from you know a, a, a son like this, a, a long lost son, someone that you know you've obviously lost contact with. I know you had feelings about it. Is there any way we can maybe reconcile and build to the future? Maybe get a meeting between you and your and your son after all these years.
1: Well, I mean, you know, being that um, you know, I went on, you know, the and had my had a family of my own. Um, Mark, we weren't the hand was, was no...
2: first. Show come on, man. You know he was first. You're sitting here talking to him. He's went through twenty years of playing second fiddle and being forgotten about. And now you're gonna bring up your, your new family? The hand was smart.
1: Ryan McKinnell. I mean, let, let me Dad. tell you something. If you look at the hand and you look at me, you will see that there is very little resemblance between me and the hand.
0: But got more of May. But to be fair, dad, dad, if you look yeah. at May, dad. At, if you look at mom, she yeah. was paler than, you know, she was paler than anybody. So really yeah. maybe it's just a, a balance of the two. Mm. See? And okay, to be honest, dad, I I wish I was there with you recently in Tampa when Andy Orton gave you all that crap because I tell you what, I would have had your back. (laughs) I would have thrown my entire body. I would have thrown my entire body into it and slapped him in the face. You you know, I really would have for you.
2: Hey, hey, it was uh, good to hear from you. I know this was, uh, it took a lot of courage to call in, especially on a Valentine's day and, you know, all the talk. And I'm sure it, you know, brought up some, you know, some, some memories. I don't know, good, bad, whatever the case may be, but I'm really glad that we're building towards a future relationship. And and hopefully you and your father can, you know, find some peace down the road. I'm really, it was really a, uh, I don't know. It was really enlightening hearing from you, man. Guys,
0: its it's been great. Dad, I'm not, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter, Instagram. You can find me,
2: dad. Let's talk. All
0: hand. right.
1: I'm on, at I'm the on hand. the way
2: at the hand, man. That was special. Thank you. Hand. That was special. I was not expecting to hear from the hand today, Mark.
1: Yeah. me, neither was I. Well, no, I mean, I, uh, I'm awfully I know you surprised. I know you, Nobody's I know you as weren't. surprised as I am.
2: All right. Let's, let's pivot from this very quickly because I don't know how much longer I can hold on to this. Let's go to Chris in Fresno. I'm going to talk some power couples in professional wrestling. What's up, Chris? Hey guys.
1: What's up? What you, you got? I got No, nah, we, we just or, stopped uh, doing the show. Randy Savage. <laughs> I got Randy Savage and uh Miss Elizabeth. No All right. Question. No question. That's, it's that's, gotta be that's 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 up there uh, amongst the top. I mean Hey. Right, Triple yeah. H and Stephanie, and 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 you got to have Savage and Miss Elizabeth.
2: Chris, who's your yeah, Miss Elizabeth I mean, and Savage for today's generation? So, if you got a young kid out there, a ten-year-old, eleven-year-old, uh, who do, who do, who would you equate to the power couple of today?
1: Oh, uh, I'd say Lana and uh, Lana Rusev. and uh, her guy Miro. Yeah, Rusev,
2: Miro. Yeah, I like yeah. that. And thank you for the Miro, call, Chris. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, Happy Valentine's Day, Chris. I know that's a little weird, but damn it, we're spreading love, so enjoy it. Enjoy it. And thanks to The Hand as well for calling in. I don't think we brought up Lana and Miro, uh, Mark, and I I love that pick because not only are they a great power couple and a great couple in professional wrestling, but they've been that way for a while, and we've been talking about them as a couple for a while. And you know, right now, they're both doing pretty solid work.
1: Mm. Lana is uh <laughs> She's battling a behemoth, and uh, Miro is the best friend. <laughs>
2: that's right. That's right. Let's do one more on the couple front here 877 Fight 93. We got Lee in St. Louis talking great professional wrestling couples.
3: What's up, Lee? Welcome in. Oh, good morning, gentlemen. Um, good listen, morning. y'all forgot one that's um, for today, which is Ms. and Maurice
1: oh come on Miss boom goes the dynamite
3: how
2: the hell did we not mention that how
1: how what that bro that's Ooh, classic yo yes and they're like everywhere too
2: that's a good point
1: yeah wow I actually that's feel great like at andre I, I know you you're sitting over there uh on your hands you know the the producer to the stars like uh what do you got all right so i got
2: two. First one if you remember really well edge and vicky guerrero oh
1: yeah yes vicky and Dolph.
2: vicky and Dolph. yeah oh shit guys
1: vicky got around
2: oh Mm -hmm. yeah right andre what's your other one because you just sparked one in me that that i can't believe we didn't mention what's your next one maybe you'll mention it
1: my other one and
2: i don't know if people call this a couple but they have been basically a couple through the years but billy and chuck okay Best All friends, right. and they had this ceremony, hey, hit which they the ceremony. hit awesome that cricket! Hit that cricket! Hit the cricket! He's he's the the producer. He can't he can't give his hottest takes and also hit the cricket button. Come on, I'm not embarrassing myself. Too much for- more. Come on, <laughs> 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 guys, Man. guys, AJ Lee and CM Punk. Yes, I. That's I mean that is I know that obviously they're not active right now, but neither Randy and, and Elizabeth. Obviously, I mean historically for the 2010s. When I, I think I just asked Chris yeah. uh, or I asked, I forget who I just asked. Actually, I think it was Lee, Um, you know, who his, who his power couple of today would be I, that or, or the, the, the Elizabeth and Randy. I know there wasn't a the chase like that. There wasn't that mainstream sort of, but yeah, AJ and punk are definitely up there for me. They're a great power couple in pro wrestling. And how could we forget edge and Lita? That was the big yeah. one in the 2000s. Yep. That for me, um, Yeah, I know there was, I know Lita came out recently and had her comments about the live sex show with Edge and how she, you know, felt uncomfortable about it. And in context, you know, I think about back at that time, you know, it's a little cringe and, you know, it doesn't have the same feeling that I did. But, Mark, I have to be fair, go back 15 years, that was some of the hottest shit I've ever seen in pro wrestling history. And they were an extremely hot couple when they were together. And, Mark, when Edge and Lita were together, there was obviously the story with Matt and all of that turmoil. That was that they were a hot couple. They were a great couple in professional wrestling history, and it was a chaotic couple in professional wrestling history. But certainly, uh, for a lot of fans, definitely up there. I I would totally understand that.
1: Yeah, I I mean everybody today, you know, you look at history, and all of these people had their place. Yep. Everybody everybody was good. Everybody was um were was entertaining. I don't think that. We, we could, if we sat here, we could really come up with a, I mean, with a ton. I mean, well,
2: Andre said Santino and Beth Phoenix that got Beth Phoenix and
1: edge. Yeah. There's Beth Phoenix another one an edge.
2: And more. Yeah. It seems is it, as we talk about Becky Lynch and, and Seth Rollins and, and all these couples, uh, Zelina Vega and Aleister Black, uh, uh, Tez and, and Bianca Belair. I mean, it's literal. I mean, it feels like more so than at any time in professional wrestling, the locker room is is hitched up, and it's been. I mean, they've been together for a lot of these couples have been together for a while. For years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, it just feels like there the business. There was a family. time when that was. There was a time when it was kind of like a taboo thing. Like yeah. Guys, don't don't do it. Like and, and people really, really didn't do it. And yeah. um, you know, um I mean, somebody just posted uh I think it was Shelly Martinez, you know, saying uh who was the greatest scandal in the locker room. And I don't want to touch that one with a ten foot pole. But we do we know <laughs> we know what it is. I mean, at least for me, Uh, 1997,
2: 1998, we talking about sunny days. Like, I mean, (laughs) for me, when you talk about locker room scandal, back, (laughs) I can see the look on your face. You are... (laughs) (laughs) With that, we are going to take a break here on a Saturday when... Hello everyone, this is Bruce Murray. You may know me as host of the Sirius XM Blitz on Sirius XM NFL Radio. Here now to introduce you to my new podcast, Going Long. Every week I'll talk to big names both in and out of the world of sports, Hall of Famers, actors, actresses, comedians, broadcasters, maybe even some chefs. We'll discuss their lives, their successes, their failures, and of course, the one thing that connects all of them, a passion for sports. So join me every Thursday on the Sirius XM app, Pandora, Stitcher, and Apple Podcast for Going Long.
3: 56-year-old man, sorry Tommy, but we're shooting here, uh, has successfully gotten himself a world title match against a true professional wrestling athlete at Rare Swan. He has gotten himself a main event match at 57 years old, and I have no idea how this happened, except to say that congratulations, we should create a new holiday
2: for, for Tommy. Happy Carney Day, Tommy. You've done it better than anyone else. Now we go from the hand calling in in the last segment to the invisible hand, Don Callis, sending his birthday love? Wishes? the tommy dreamer earlier in the week here on busted open as a reminder if you missed any part of the week that was in busted open nation land you can catch it all on the sirius xm app after the show after the show after the show and then coming up later tonight mark as we now know very well coming up on impact plus and i also believe uh on fight tv as well no surrender impact going down tonight you heard it there Main event championship match between Rich Schwann and our very own Tommy Dreamer, the innovator of violence who is celebrating his 50th birthday today. Getting that title shot. Mark, listen, I know it's a tall order, right? We talked about it. I didn't know if Tommy was ever going to get a shot like this again. He is. And it's exciting. It comes on his birthday and Mark, and in terms of a styles make fights sort of, uh, analysis I'm really intrigued by the way this is going to look with Tommy getting in there with a talent like Rich Swan, because Rich as you know Mark one of the best in the world
1: yeah I mean without a doubt just recently I I reached out to him and just to just to tell him like man I'm really proud of how uh, you developed over the years and since the first conversation that I had with him when he was in Japan and was brought to the WWE and he and Apollo Cruz and I'm like, man, like I, I I could just see it, man. Like the dude is an unbelievable talent and Tommy's got all, all that he, he can handle right in front of him. Like this, this is not going to be one of those matches where, um, you get hit with one thing and it's over. Like they're going to beat the hell out of each other.
2: Yeah, they are. And it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out, because, Mark, as we talk about hey, I didn't know if Tommy would ever get this shot again. If we think about that and if we know that and if that's in the back of our mind, you damn sure can bet it's in Tommy Dreamer's mind. And he is the innovator of violence. He's going to have to pull out all the stops, Mark. I mean, listen, I know we're rooting for him, but again, he's going to have to pull out all the stops if he wants to get that victory tonight here, Uh, you know, at this pay-per-view.
1: You know, sometimes you got to lie, steal and cheat, too. Uh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, if you're going <laughs> to do it, go all the way.
2: Hey, what's the, uh, what's the old adage? If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying?
1: You ain't trying to win.
2: That's right. That's right. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Now, I also know that might not resonate with a guy who left powerlifting because of the uh, steroid use in the business. But, hey, you know what? It's pro wrestling. We can have a little bit of fun with it. Mark, listen, the championship match for the Impact. Championship, but another championship on the line tonight at No Surrender is a match that I know a lot of people are looking forward to: Chris Sabin, James Storm versus the Good Brothers versus Private Party with Matt Hardy for those Impact World Tag Team Championships. This is sort of that first championship introduction, pay per view introduction of pay, uh, Private Party. Obviously, the AEW uh, talent that have come over as part of that you know group share deal and everything that's going on. I I don't always love three-way tags, but the way this is playing out with James Storm, with Saban, that sort of, you know, interesting dynamic. And then, of course, the Good Brothers, and as I said, you know, prefacing everything with private party. This is a really compelling match to me, and, and, and I, I don't think the Good Brothers are going to lose their titles, but I do think it sets up some com- compelling, excuse me, storytelling heading into the months ahead.
1: Yeah, most definitely. Uh, the This is one of the most versatile uh tags that we're going to see in a while because yeah there's so many different ele- elements involved you have the high flyer you have the ground and pound guys and you have the guys that you know have a seasoned tag team that have worked together for so long that they know each other's thoughts before they think them and they can do a little bit of everything so uh you're going to get a very well balanced tag with uh, these three teams.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And another great match on the card tonight going down at No Surrender is that uh, number one contenders match for the X Division Championship. It's a triple threat revolver match. Daivari's in it, Suicide, yeah. Mac, Mack, uh, Ace Austin, Trey Miguel, uh, one of my favorites, a Vegas staple out here, Chris Bay, Josh Alexander, and Blake Christian. Mark, the amount of talent that is going to be mixing it up in that match as well. This is a really solid pay-per-view that Impact's put together tonight on Impact Plus
1: yeah I mean they, you you look at the last two yeah they they've they rose to the occasion, and that is what's required when the world is talking about pro wrestling the way that the world is talking about pro wrestling right now, yeah like if you wanna be mentioned amongst the greats, then you gotta stack the deck and put it all out there in front of the fans, so um, people won't go. Well, I mean, I watch wrestling on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. No. Like, you got to put Tuesday in there now. You have to.
2: Yep. You have to. Absolutely. Well, that is a quick preview and a look at what's going down tonight on Impact. Coming up in hour three, we are definitely going to take a dive into NXT TakeOver. Mark, I can't think of a main event, at least in recent memory, that I have been looking forward to more than Pete Dunn and Finn Balor. We are for sure going to be talking about that as the show continues on. But when we come back after a quick break, we're going to get to some of these calls. I promise you, Nationland, I see you guys waiting out there patiently. 877-FIGHT90. We will be taking some calls, but we also have to dive back into smackdown a
3: Hi, this is Adam Shine. The Adam Shine Podcast is back for another football season. I'll give you my passionate, hard hitting takes every week, including picks against the spread and fantasy football advice, all while talking to the biggest guests in all the sports celebrities, media personalities, diehard football fans on a weekly basis. It's the Adam Shine Podcast with new episodes dropping on Tuesdays. You can listen to the podcast anytime with the SiriusXM app, iTunes, Pandora, and with Stitcher
2: the landscape of pro wrestling is evening which means options for fans so many activities
3: mark henry and ryan mckinnell are here to answer the difficult questions what was the best show this week first, you're last the week's over so get over this is the busted open weekly winner
2: yeah let's go we're back here on a Saturday. It is weekly winter time. I'm Ryan. That is Mark. And we got an NXT takeover preview coming up a little bit later in this hour. But Mark, before we got it, before we do, we got to see if NXT is taking home the weekly winner for the week that was in professional wrestling. SmackDown has been on a tear, but Mark, as we get closer to WrestleMania, I feel like a little bit, a little bit. I know we got elimination chamber in here and rumble feels like, Smackdown is losing just, just a little bit. Still a great show, but losing just a little bit of steam as the story with Roman Reigns continues. The race is getting tighter. It has been, for all intents and purposes, for the last couple of years. It's been a regular battle of Wednesday night over the last few months, though, Mark. SmackDown has really been kicking in the door. This week was no different. A lot of tough choices to be made, but that's why we're that's what we do here on Busted Open on a Saturday weekly winter time. You kick it off.
1: You know man um Monday Night Raw I thought was a a very entertaining show. It wasn't the best wrestling because there were so many disqualifications and so many yeah. um snippets of what there was to come, but the one match that we did get that was I mean at the top of the list was Keith Lee and Matt Riddle. Like yep. it was worth the, it was worth the wait uh I enjoyed it I thought that um even in a loss Riddle didn't lose like that's that's the that's the way wrestling used to be when I was a kid you know like my heroes sometimes they would lose yeah and the heel would roll out whether he lied stole or cheated or whatever it was but he would shake his head like Okay.
2: I'll figure you out next week. Yeah. Next yeah.
1: week. And you would go off seeing that guy pissed, kicking the ropes, going, Man, I gotta get this guy. And that's what that match reminded me of. I mean, it was it was old school. It was an old school match. And I I wanna see more of that and and less um of the typical uh, type of things in in pro wrestling, um, Charlotte Flair and Lacey Evans was the next thing that man. They just well, you talk about beating the hell out of each other. I mean, Charlotte was hitting her, where I was just like, "Will somebody jump in and stop this? This is this is too much." I mean and that and this is me talking, I mean that this is like I'm an untrained <laughs> wrestling fan, like like what the hell was going on, like man, pay the per pay her money, and you know with that with the show being good like that what 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 else can you you know you 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 really can't um you really can't criticize the disruptions in the matches because you're actually getting what you want. I, hey, I it, it served you got, two, That match served two masters. I yeah. got to see Ric Flair-Charlotte interaction, and I got to see Lacey Evans get an ass kick for what she's doing.
2: And you also got, as we talk about Raw and you talk about that interaction, we got the viral moment of the week with my hole!
1: My <laughs> hole! Oh.
2: I mean, I feel like my hole, with as much joy as it has brought us this week, I feel like it should, I don't know, Give a bump to the rankings for or oh for God. Monday Night Raw.
1: No, no. Get, no. Get, a, get a little, get a little bit of you know shine on it. Yeah, but yeah. but but tell me that you were not entertained. I mean, just oh, so watching, yes. yes, just seeing Drew and Randy stand yep. face, you know, is good. Um, um, I I don't know if anything else on the show deserves uh, a lot of attention. But all I can say is everything kind of paired well, especially mm-hmm. when you had Shayna Baszler and and Naomi, in which we we've been wanting to see Naomi for months now. She just been gone. I was just so happy to see her. Yep. And um, you know, like uh, the whole uh, Lana and and Nia Jax. You know, we got the like you said, <laughs> my whole. <laughs> we 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 got i mean that was that was god what did it do it took the business by storm it took the it brought, internet like <laughs> you, you saw memes of uh of people using that and whenever you cross over and people from other industries start using your you as a meme you you did it you made it you all yeah. right
2: yeah, absolutely. And, and they brought it so, they brought it back on Friday, Mark. It was so successful. We uh we got a glimpse of it last night on SmackDown as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so yeah. so that that's um uh, that was great. I I I gotta say, man, like um
2: Oh, and Bad Booney. Bad
1: Booney. and don't forget and Bad, bad Booney in his pajamas. Yes. You talk about a businessman, that dude know he knows how to make money. Yo, he knows how see, to make money. Did
2: you see the report on the merch that he sold? In the last no. couple of weeks, like it was, it was like top Staggering. five shirts. Stat, yeah, like better than. I mean, we're talking massive percentages better than everyone else. So again, not to interrupt you, the of winner,
1: not twenty percent. I'm talking you know, about two hundred percent.
2: Right, right. So again, uh, Mark, I see a lot of people complaining about their crossover. This bad Mooney. He's not an actual wrestler. He didn't put in his time. Guys, listen. This is pro-wrestling. It's a wrestling. business, too. It, it, that. It's a business. But also, you should be glad that people like Cardi B and Bad Booney and these crossover stars and these entertainers want to – they feel comfortable coming to this business. They love professional wrestling. They don't mind – pairing and linking their brand to our brand that's a powerful thing it's a good thing and mark again context and again not to you know bust up weekly winner here too much this has been going on since the first wrestlemania since before right talent celebrities entertainment pro wrestling it's all juxtaposed it runs side by side
1: yeah and and then uh, you know i have to go on to wednesday wednesday is always my favorite week of course um, you know, I mean, you can't beat it, man. That's, I mean, it's, it is what it is now. And you start off, and MSK, man, like them boys are so good, man. And uh, Legado del Fastima, I always say the say the name wrong. They had <laughs> a battle. I mean, it was. Every hold, they they they. It was old school. Like they worked everything to get into something or get out of something. To, and it wasn't just one. It was all four of those men in that match. Yeah. Made it seem like, man, this is an unbelievable struggle, and I really enjoyed it. And uh, it was in my opinion the best wrestling match of the week. I mean, just for the simple fact of how much real wrestling went into it. And man, Zyali, everybody knows, like I'm I'm a fan of hers. Uh this new persona and the whole storyline of what's going on is very interesting. It is it's like watching a, a a a new show on television it's a show within the show and i thought that that was something that was uh really good um and watching the women's tag for the dusty cup semifinal um i was entertained i thought there was good wrestling good storylines i thought sometimes it was a little spotty but um, nonetheless, it was it was really, really good stuff, and you can't beat, yeah, you can't beat the matches, you know, with Th- Timothy Thatcher and um, Ciampa and the Grizzle Young Veterans. Like, it was, it made sense. They, like, they made everything make sense on that show, man. I, I just, uh, Austin Theory and Kushida, like, really good, solid match. Yeah. A lot of uh entertainment value in the in the midst of Johnny Gargano coming out there in a damn wheelchair and and showing a compound fraction and and, and watching Ray ba- uh uh Wade Barrett talk about it like it was man, it was entertaining as hell. Like got I fractured really, in four really got,
2: got fractured it. in got fractured in four different places, Mark Henry.
1: <laughs> and he had he had a sling on. Yeah, not yeah. a cast, but a slate. Yeah. I mean, it was it was ridiculous, <laughs> but um, I, I really enjoyed it, man. And you know, you go over to AEW, and um, you know, everybody would say that the the TNT Championship was the uh, was the thing that was supposed to be the most important. I I I mean, I don't think it lived up. I'm I'm not really a uh, Joey Janela fan, you know. Boo! Like,
2: I'm booing you, look, not Joey Janela. I'm booing you. He looks like Joey.
1: a plumber to me, and um <laughs> Okay not mention, he talked shit when that Leo Rush stuff come up in one of these oh. days. <laughs> not, know, like to, not like you, not like you have a memory face face. Yeah, I, I can, man, I'm, I hold a grudge. I ain't gonna even lie. I'm not even gonna lie. Well, oh, Joey it. Like, Joey? Sorry, you know, man. I tried. He's going to he gonna <laughs> have to see me face-to-face one day, and, and, and I want to hear that shit. Okay. I want to hear it then. But I'm gonna anyway. Be, I'm going to be quiet. Um, that being said, uh hell of a show, man. Like, having Cody out there, uh, <laughs> Pac and Nemeth, man. Like, uh, I, I, Pac is just a step above. I mean, Nemeth ran into a buzzsaw, bro. And it was funny to me. I mentioned this to you earlier, that uh, Dolph put his brother's meme, put him choked out on his uh, on his social media. Yeah. <laughs> so that being said, the brother said, you know what? You want to do that? Ryan put Dolph's face when they covered him in supposedly shit on his page. And it's just that brother stuff, man. Like I, I, I hey. thought that that was very entertaining. Love is in the um, air. A little crossover, bro. M- MJF and and, and Jericho uh, versus the acclaim. The acclaim is getting better every week. They are must see yeah. wrestling. Uh, if you miss uh, AEW this week, the 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 thing that you miss the most is how well the acclaim is is rounding out. And they, um, you know, mixed along in there. You, you had Sammy Guevara saying, yeah. "I'm done," like which we've been waiting that's for. That's what you. That's what yep. y'all want. Yep. Y'all have a ball. I said one more thing. So it was an entertaining show too. There was so mm-hmm. much stuff. You know, anytime you get to see Thunder Rosa, I mean, I. I'm 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 a fan of the wrestling, but I'm a fan of the, of the, of the woman, of the talent, of the, yeah. of the character. Like it, it just moves me. It don't matter who she works, even though, um, uh, uh, Layla Hirsch, you know, is, you know, she really n- not competent. It was kind of just like uh,
3: it was a, it was the showcase. match. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was a showcase. It was just like, yeah. you know, Ryan in there with pop. Like, yeah, it was, it was a placeholder spot. Um, I enjoy seeing Kenta in the ring again. Yeah. Uh, I wanna I wanna see I wanna see Kenta be more the focal point, you know, but I guess that'll come with him and Moxley, you know, like we'll All get right. to that. But it was just a really good Wednesday of pro wrestling, man. Like, um they they got the both shows got the job done wrestling wise. Both shows got the job done entertainment wise and then you get down to um the show last night and watching um how everything is leading towards one of the bigger pay-per-views of the year the elimination chamber um you you get the reactions from each one of those matches it it just it just painted the picture of where pro wrestling is going on Friday nights. It's it's, everything revolves around Roman Reigns, but you know, you see Kevin Owens come in and he's stunning. It looked like the old days of the attitude era when Steve Austin was, you know, just running rough shot over the company. Right. And uh, I really enjoyed that. And uh, it was kind of a breath of fresh air to see, old-school type pro wrestling, you know, brought back to the the front. Uh, I I really enjoyed SmackDown. I think that Big E and Apollo Crews did a hell of a job of captivating the audience. Uh, When I say the audience, I mean us at home. Uh, I sat with my kids, and we were watching and eating hot dogs and having a good time, and Jacob said, Big E is serious now. And yeah. I went it's it's like you're getting um you're getting a different version of something that was already good. If that that's like putting cheese on a burger. I always have to bring stuff back to food. That's what I love. It's or ba- I or love. bake or bacon on anything. Or bacon on a burger or anything. You know what I'm saying? I mean that's that's just <laughs> Or anything for that matter. Yeah, I was just saying. You, can put, I mean, asparagus, bacon, you can put bacon. I don't cereal. Yeah. yeah, Put it on a piece it, of toast. Be, it'll be good. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, cereal. I, yeah, sure. You know what? Screw it. I'm not even. You know yeah, what? Uh, screw yeah, it, man. Yeah, just sure. you know, put some cereal. cinnamon
1: toast crunch yep. and sprinkle yep. bacon in and see what happens. I bet I, it'll be good. I bet it won't suck. I bet it'll be good, <laughs> Ryan. While you're trying to throw shade, naysayer, but, <laughs> hater, <laughs> naysayer, go do it. Go do it. But 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 you look at you you look at also um the stories le- that lead into the pay-per-view yeah with what's going to happen the speculation of the elimination chamber and Roman Reigns having two matches or or, or having a match against guys that have come out right, of right
2: right yeah
1: uh excuse me yeah uh, Roman Reigns having a match against guys that are coming out of the elimination chamber that itself paints the picture of uh, Roman Reigns being just, you know, having an advantage once again. But with that being said. Yeah, let's get it. Where, where's the Miz going to fit into this? That's a good question. You know, it's just, just it, they made it, they, they made everything abundantly clear of how to pose uh, where the excitement is going to be. And I just enjoyed it, man. I thought that you know, uh, and then you had a return. And then you had a return. You had Seth Rollins come back. You have all the Bollyhoo with with the the ring being surrounded and.
2: His old people, music,
1: <laughs> you know, the old music. I mean, it's just <laughs> like you're thinking you're gonna get one thing, and he, you know, he Mark Henry them. And I, I loved it. I mean, it it was just a really good week for pro wrestling. But with all that being said, guys, if you're not first, you're last. You can only choose one. That's right. And I have to choose SmackDown once again. Wow. I okay. Think that it was real close. All right. I really thought that NXT was going to be able to pull it out, but Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, yeah, like it was just. It was just two star studded, and I and and I, I I I'd be remiss if I did not mention the fact that the beautiful Sasha Banks and Bianca mm. Belair, Grace Doreen, and all of that, you know, with Nia and um, Shayna Baszler led right into those next two matches. Like it flowed well. Like they just, it, uh, you know, SmackDown yeah, just had it. to do.
2: Hey, and it was nice also, as you talk about Nia and Shayna, Mark, to be reminded that the 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 women's tag team champions can show up on Bull Joes. So it was nice to have that reminder as well. I'm with you when you talked about Monday. I thought Monday was a solid show. Um, I thought it was entertaining. I thought, you know, I think Edge has a lot to do with it as well and the decision that he has awaiting him. It's It's definitely must-watch TV because, you know, Most of us remember what it was like not having Edge around for 10 years. So it's nice to have him back and and in the mix and potentially, as we've heard, according to reports, being, you know, regular worker and working with younger talent. It's just all it's all really, really, really exciting. Uh, I'm with you, Mark. Wednesday night just continues to be the best night in pro wrestling. Um, you talked about that main event on NXT between the grizzled young veterans and Ciampa and Tim Thatcher. Last week I called Old Man Champa. I think I would dreamer I was referencing the horseshoe head that was coming out on Ciampa. He was letting his gray right, go. Right, he right. actually made reference to it on Wednesday. He said, Hey, it's Toothless Timmy and Old Man Ciampa are gonna come down there and start kicking some ass. I, I like that element that they're developing between those two. I did think it was interesting and I like this that the grizzled young veterans got the win over Champa and Thatcher, yeah. mark i like it from yeah. this standpoint does great things for grizzled young veterans but i also think it's going to add an even more psychotic edge to thatcher and Champa, and give them something to be pissed off about like they didn't need that like they needed that in the first place right but i, I and, like the and last
1: week you remember yep. what you said how you hated the fact that when they brought in these guys and you put two guys together and they go out and, and they do it and it's tailor made and it's for them right, to right. go and win. The co- it didn't happen.
2: Exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. The grizzled young veterans getting a nice, uh, you know, nice spotlight put on them with that win. Uh, March in the MSK and Legado del Fantasma match that kicked off NXT. Like <laughs> that, that was, I think like 15 minutes of just top level tag team wrestling. It's obviously nice that you have the Dusty Rhodes classic sort of there in the backdrop to set the mood and to to, to elevate, uh, to heighten the experience, if you will. But they delivered in a big way. Uh, I continue to like what Xia doing. Um, you mentioned Kushida and Austin Theory in a in a really solid set singles match until it ended with uh, Gargano coming in and attacking Kushida. That was great. Uh, I thought AEW was really solid. The big takeaway, Mark, is I think something you referenced. Guevara out of the inner circle. That's something that we've been waiting a long time for. Yeah. When he returns to television, we're not exactly sure. The last we saw from Sammy Guevara, he said, I need some time alone. I need to recollect my thoughts. I need to figure out what I want. And then he walks out of the building. So I would expect uh, Guevara to be off TV for a little bit, but I would also expect when he comes back, to obviously a huge push awaiting them, and then as Mark referenced that main event seeing Omega and Kenta together taking on Moxley and Archer. That was awesome. Really liked the way AEW came together. I liked Smackdown Mark, but I gotta be honest I was deciding Weekly Winner and as I was watching the show last night it was a good show, but I didn't put it in the vein of NXT or to be honest, even AEW. It just didn't feel like I don't know. It just felt, it felt very quick. Like we got all the news about the elimination chamber in one show right the fact that how Roman Reigns was going to be defending it then we got all the entrance in uh, in the elimination chamber announced it just felt it felt very quick it was a good show Mark again it just felt a little quick the best show for me top to bottom front to back is Mark you referenced not taking a bathroom break weekly winner for me is going to NXT NXT got my weekly winner those dusty, good, good those dusty wrestling, man. I mean, bro, the, the first match of the night on NXT is a drop dead, knock them out tag team match. And the last match of the night is the same thing with grizzled young veterans and Thatcher and Champa. Like I yeah. love tag team big wrestling. Sword, I love-
1: big win. Yep.
2: Yep, exactly. And then, you know, a little bit of good singles action there, continuation of some stories that we're still getting the curtain pulled back on with Zia Lee. just really well done, two hours of television, NXT getting my award for weekly winner. SmackDown getting the nod from uh, not only Mark Henry. The race is tight. I don't know the latest updates, but that's what we got our boy Shofi for. Hopefully he'll call in and give us an updated total here over the next few weeks. But, Mark, when we come back, They were my weekly winner as I talk about NXT. You, as I said, gave it to SmackDown, but one thing we're going to do when we come back is unify around the love and appreciation for what we're about to see in 24 hours. NXT TakeOver, Mark, and the main event of the month as far as I'm concerned, Pete Dunne and Finn Balor getting after